I got lost at the blackjack tables. And... Maybe we should put a poker table in Changi Airport for you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the Crazy Koala. In the past few videos, I always talk about my own experiences in Singapore, but some audience say that I sound like sponsored by Singapore government or Singapore Tourism Board. Well, because I've lived in Singapore for a while, both studying and working, so Singapore is already my country. I thought it would be interesting to hear what other foreigners think about Singapore. So today, I invited several well-traveled friends of mine to talk about their Singapore experiences. Let's see if they love Singapore as much as I do. If you want to see more videos like this, don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe for more contents. I make videos on Singapore international experiences and personal development topics. Hi Stefan, why don't you introduce yourself? Stefan Krasowski, I founded the Facebook group Every Passport Stamp as part of my journey to go to every country in the world, which I completed a couple years ago. Let's first talk about your impression of Singapore. Well, my very, very first time wasn't really a visit. It was Singapore came to me my uh, sophomore year of college. I, I had studied Mandarin in high school, and I had put down a volunteer to a local buddy to international students. And since they paired me with a Singaporean uh, who was there, and really? it, it, took me, it, it took me over a semester to learn what she was saying. It was a huge practice, uh, her and her friends, several others from Singapore, that told me a lot about the culture. And as I said, it was a, it was a challenge learning how to understand Singlish, but it was uh, uh, very fun and unfiltered. So that's the, the, the first experience, and it wasn't until a couple of years later that... Uh, I, I visited as a, a tourist. The first impression is the heat, but also the um, just a wonderful feeling uh, of that uh, Changi Airport. You you go down into the arrivals hall and seeing flights from all over the world, people from all over the world coming into this. I guess Switzerland is the is, is the Singapore of Europe, I'd say, and, <laughs> and uh, you know the, the collection of of what's been built is something that I had respected in, in reading of, of history and current events and then seeing it for the first time was a thrill. Uh, I'm a bit of a purist about watching movies, so it was a bit off-putting when I, I tried, I escaped from the heat to go in to see a movie and people had like 10-course meals sitting in the movie theater with you know, you know, garlic dishes and fried chicken and all of that. That's and, kind of and, funny. Uh, in the U.S., we do have a few movie theaters that have cafes and that, but uh, that was an introduction to that culture of, of bringing a, you know, a giant feast in to see a movie with you. My friend Romaine also has something to say about Singapore. Well, I think Singapore is one of those special places that uh, have delicious food. It's very clean and... Uh, a lot of innovation, but what I really, really like is a free foot massage after a long flight. You've lived in China for some time, as you mentioned early on, but Singapore is still not China. And although they are both Asian countries, but they are very different, different behaviors and habits. So do you have any culture shock in Singapore? It's, it's certainly very different. And uh, you know, I, I got to see the culture shock that, that Singaporeans often had coming to the mainland and doing business, uh, where they uh, you know, very different presentation style and they would always show up with their giant Starbucks cups in the morning for a meeting and that, you know, very different. <laughs> that was before push. the coffee culture had, had taken over so much in the mainland, so they would uh, re really stand out. Another friend of mine, Len, often goes to Singapore for a business trip. Say you come to Singapore for a week to do business, you work hard for the weekend. You can go to a beach in Thailand, to 
Falkon Island in Indonesia, Malaysia, Myanmar, anywhere else you want in the region. Singapore, that, that people are much more calm or understated, you know, quieter volume, that, that surprised me a bit. And, you know, yeah. language-wise, you know, every Singaporean speaks a, a, a mix-mash of uh, multiple <laughs> languages. So never had, never had that kind of shock, that it was quite fun to see how this country has been created and, and melded together over the past decades of multiple cultures and, and how it functions so well. It's, it's an impressive thing to experience. Yeah, Singaporeans are quite low profile and like you can't really tell their family background or anything, mm -hmm. but they're really somebody. And I'm sure your, your Chinese has been quite good. Now let's talk about your understanding of Singlish. First semester in college, I had no idea what my, my international student buddy was saying most of the time. But uh, people emphasize the uh, things like adding la at the end of every word. But uh, a lot of what I found uh, a bit challenging is to, to pick up the cadence and, and which syllables and words are emphasized. Because that imp impacts the pronunciation a lot. And that took a bit of rewiring to, to see. It's uh, a different thing entirely to go, say, to India, but a, but a bit of a similar phenomenon where the emphasis on, on different syllables in, in the same word we're all using can can be a little bit of a, a mental disconnect until you, you get wired for, for how they're doing it. What's your favorite Singapore food? Poker stands, where you can get all kinds of food for 2 $3 a plate. Great restaurants. It's excellent. I, I'm an addict to the uh, all the milk teas, so I know oh, it's not really too. a food, but that's, that's what <laughs> popped in. You're <laughs> milk tea person like me. I, I, I love that. I mean, just all the snacks and things that I don't even know the name of. I love any any kind of uh, noodles and rice dishes. I, I love carbs, so that's a, Me a big too. thing. I am, I am allergic to crabs, so I have not had the famous chili crabs. And uh, that, that can be a little bit of a challenge. If, if I'm eating in Singapore, I'll take some allergy pills beforehand and, and hope... <laughs> Hope, hope you know they might, might pay the price later. Yeah, tell me one thing about um, something you don't like about Singapore. We've said a lot of great things about Singapore. Let's try to to find a balance. I made a mistake once of uh, saying something slightly negative about the carpets at Changi International Airport and on my blog. And people who've never read my blog before, but with Singapore IP addresses, found me. And we're very angry, so I think it's perilous to criticize Singapore. It's a, uh, you know, it's uh, people have a tremendous pride in the place. But I, I will say that I feel uh, that what, too. What I've said about because I've spent so many nights in the airport where I have an odd connection in that it feels that dim lighting at night feels a bit like a casino, which makes me feel a bit <laughs> sad. <laughs> I wish it was. I mean, there's so many great parts of the airport and these butterfly gardens and that. But when you're when you're there wandering around at 3 a.m., I just wish they would change the carpets to. It didn't make me feel like I was a, like 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 I lost at the blackjack tables and had no money, no, no way to get home. So, but it's uh, it, it's been the start of uh, the start and continuation and transit of, of many wonderful trips. Maybe we should put a poker table in Chengi Airport for you next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. <laughs> in our travelers group, there are a few Americans mm. who moved to Southeast Asia. Would you ever consider living in Singapore at some point in the future or maybe pretty much settle down in the U.S.? I'd certainly like, like to be an expat again. And actually, uh, my wife has been watching a, uh, a channel of a, a Shanghainese family that's 
uh, moved to Malaysia a few years ago. You know, today they're eating durians. Tomorrow they're eating mango. <laughs> you know, the next day they're eating crabs, and that's that's what they do for their YouTube channel. And that's, uh, <laughs> if if we were in Southeast Asia, I think we could <laughs> we could pick up to that too. I love durian. I love mango. she can she loves that and the crabs. So uh, the you know the lifestyle in in Singapore would would be a lot of fun. Uh, my wife says that that when I'm older, I'll be one of those those old guys sitting in the cafes reading his newspaper. And uh, eating eating breakfast sets and and mid mid morning sets and afternoon sets and enjoying that in <laughs> Singapore would be you a great like spot for that. You have like ten meals a day. It's been really fun chat and thanks for being my guest today.、Um, Singapore welcomes you back when things opening up after COVID nineteen. I'm looking forward to it. And we had just before the pandemic started, we had launched Seattle to Singapore nonstop on Singapore Airlines. I didn't get a chance to try that route. I have never flown mainline Singapore Airlines. So I need to do that. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. If you have any contents that you want to see on my channel, do comments below and make any suggestion. Don't forget to support my channel by joining me on my private community, Patreon.com/slash/TheCrazyKoala. If I can be helpful to your school, career, and life, check out my coaching website, KKSuccess.com. Don't miss the chance to sign up for Rebo for free money using my referral link, but this is for U.S. users only. For now, that's it. I'll see you at the comment section.